unfortunately, he is stuck on a mat. Uh, and I want to give you this because uh, according to Webster's Dictionary, a mat is designed specifically, this is the purpose of a mat, it is to provide a protective layer so that you don't come in contact with the hard surface. You, you'll typically lay on a mat so you don't come in contact with, with the hard surface. But can I, can I give you the Hobson definition real quick? Uh, the Hobson definition of a mat is defined, in my opinion, uh, as a cushion. Uh, a, 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 a mat is defined as a barrier between uh, temporary support and protection. Uh, the emphasis on the mat only providing temporary support and, and protection. But what I'm noticing is even though my mat is only supposed to provide, provide temporary support for me with whatever activity it is that I'm doing, I'm realizing that I'm now becoming a little bit more reliant on my mat. In other words, I, I've gotten to the point now where there's some activities now that I realize I'm just not comfortable doing anymore unless I got my mat in place. I'm, I'm no longer comfortable laying on the floor to exercise. I, I'm going to need a mat up under me. I, I no longer want to just sit with my legs crossed Indian style and pray, but I now need a mat up under me. I, I, I can no longer meditate without my mat, and clearly I can no longer preach without my mat. I'm, I'm beginning to sense, though, that while my mat was designed only to help me, I'm realizing now that maybe the mat has only come uh, because I've, I, it's now outlasted the temporary support that the mat that was only designed to help me has now started to hinder me. Can I, can I preach to some folk today and just tell you to get up? You, you've gotten comfortable on the mat, but now it's time to, it's time to get up. The text today is about this man who was forced now to live his life, Anthony, on a mat. You, you got that Travis, you got that Kiwanis, you got that Diamond, you got that Denise. He, he was forced now to live his whole life on, on a mat. And it's almost puzzling to me because the very thing that was only designed to give him temporary support and relief has now become his way of existing. The, the very mat that was only supposed to make him comfortable temporarily, uh, he's now become confined to living on the mat. Uh, Y'all not saying amen. Let me bring it home a little bit closer. You you looking at me cross-eyed and you looking at this man cock-eyed, but what mats in your life have you been laying on? Listen, it, it was only supposed to be a temporary mat in your life, but you've got comfortable and you decided to stay there when you started the job. When you when you started the job, you told yourself, listen, this this really is just the next step to the next level, but, but the money got good. You got comfortable where you are on your mat. Listen, you knew when you got into the relationship that the relationship was a mess when you should have went on the counseling instead you tolerated some stuff and now the stuff you've tolerated has now become a mat but in order to get to the next place will you just declare get up get up get up get up I, I know you've talked about going back to school but then you had some kids and now the kids have become a priority but not only have the kids become a priority the kids have also become your excuse you you've now turned the kids into to a mat but God says God says now in the places where you've gotten comfortable on on your mat it's now time to to get up it's now time to, to now time to get up that's that's been my slogan though I've, I've had this slogan 
all month where uh, uh, it wasn't really about the mat, but it really was about uh, the willingness to get up from the places where we've been. Uh, and I think I might have even made this post on Facebook, on the church's Facebook page, uh, how sometimes some of us were on mats uh, and we, we, we stay on the mat and our destiny passes us by and our purpose passes us by while we're on the mat. And some of us stay on the mat for one of two reasons. Some of us uh, are really just, in fact, unable to get up off the mat. M much like this man right here, he was just unable to get off of the mat. But then once he moved from the place of being unable, he, he then was unwilling. Some of us, listen, we, we get on the mat and we get comfortable. We're no longer willing to, to get up. We're no longer willing to work for it. But listen, when, when you want something bad enough, you'll be willing to do what other people aren't willing to do. Listen, when, when you want something bad enough, you won't let folk talk you out of it. When you, when you want something from God bad enough, you, you'll do whatever it takes. You, you'll move from talking about it to doing something about it. When, when you want it bad enough, you'll start moving even different. I, I really should have titled this sermon, How Bad Do You Want What's Already Yours? That's, that's really what I should have titled today's sermon. How, how bad do you want what's already yours? But, but listen, I just, I just need you real quick to, to get up, get up, get up, get up. I, I'm here today just to just encourage myself, apparently, uh, and all of the people here that have been living their lives on a mat, uh, uh, living life looking up. Uh, God says, uh, don't just look up, but but get up. Uh, the Lord says now that you've been you've been down long enough, uh, but now in this season it's time to get up. Uh, now that we're coming out of some things, uh, we know that God is able. What, what are you willing to get up from? In other words, are uh, are you willing to challenge your limitations, the stuff that, that has been an issue for you before? God says, listen, I, I need you to be willing to get up. I know, I know it's limited you. I know it's kept you in the box. Maybe it's been people. Maybe it's been systems, but God says, now is the time to, to get up. Uh, and the truth is, I'm not, uh, I'm not, I'm not going to shoot you no smoke. Uh, because getting up, uh, it's, it's going to take some strength to get up. Um, especially when you've gotten comfortable in a prostate, prostrate position of laying down. Uh, but, but you've got you've to get up. You've got you've to get up. That thing that you thought you couldn't do, you, you really can do. Uh, is there anybody in the room that's tired of being laid out? Is there, is there anybody um, that's tired of the enemy just laying you out? you laying out my faith. You're laying out my belief. You just, you're laying some stuff out. But God says now is the time to get up. But y'all just holler at your boy. Y'all just shout, get up, get up, get up. Get up, get up, get up, get up. Y'all, y'all holler at me. Just shout, get up, get up. If you even if you don't want to holler at me, holler at your situation. L listen, get up, get up, get up, get up, get up, get up, get up. Uh you y'all, y'all that are at home streaming right now, I want you to just just throw it in the chat. Listen, you you streaming right from your bed. Get up, get up, get up, get up. I, I want to deal real quickly with a couple of things um as it relates to the text. Deacon Ford, is that all right? Um, just, a, just a couple of things uh, as it relates to the text. Uh, here, here's what we know. Uh, the Bible starts off telling us in the text that there was a certain man. A certain man. There, there was a certain man, uh, and this certain man was unable to walk now for 38 years. And, and here's why it's important that you get up. Uh, because there's more to you than your condition. There's, there's more to you than your condition. Uh, does anybody else find it interesting that when we started reading the passages uh, out of the Bible that there's only a few 
facts mentioned, Travis, about this man's life? Is it just me or listen, am I just, am I just asking for too much? We, we don't know much about this man's life. All of the facts about his life, Denise, aren't really clear. Uh, but what we do know and all we really know is that he had a condition uh, and this condition has now led him to be an invalid or crippled for 38 years. We, we don't read anywhere in the Bible, Stacy, how he got that way. We, we don't read anywhere in the Bible, Stacy, who brought him there every day. What all we know is that he would show up every day on a wing and a prayer, hoping to change his situation. But due to his disadvantage, he he couldn't get to the pool fast enough. Y'all y'all really missed a great place to shout as it relates to your condition. We we don't get his name. Uh, we we don't know how he got that way. All we know is that he had a condition. I I just wanted to come and preach to you and remind you today. Uh, that we that, that you are more than your condition. I doesn't I don't know what they called you. I don't know what they labeled you. I don't know what they didn't call you. But listen, listen, you you're more than your condition. Whatever they said you were, you're you're more than that. Whatever they said you weren't, you you're more than that. Whatever they said you couldn't do, you you're doing it. Listen, you're more than than your condition. I find it so interesting. We we don't know his name, but we know his issue. We we don't know his name, but we know what he's going through. Isn't it funny that folk listen they they won't speak the facts they all they need is a little bit of the story but I'm so glad that God you'll look beyond my condition you you'll look behind my childhood God God you'll look behind what I had and what I didn't have you just because you know just a piece of the story you you now think you you know me you you don't know me you you don't know me you you think you know me because uh Somebody done gave you a little bit of tea, and uh, the tea that they gave you was dated and incorrect. But but listen, you you think you know me because somebody done filled you in on an old chapter of my life. Listen, don't don't let people keep you stuck. Listen behind what their perceived condition of of you is. You think you know me. You think you you think you got this thing all figured out, all because you you think you know a piece of my condition. I just want to remind you. Uh, here it is now that this man had this condition and. Jesus shows up and out of all of the people that were at the pool the one that he was most concerned with was the man that had been overlooked in the worst type of condition can I just tell you that in spite of your condition whatever they have said about you listen God's about to use you in spite of the perceived condition and in spite of not having enough money and in spite of being gay in spite of being black in spite of being single in spite of being fat listen God's about to use some people in spite of the perceived condition you just you got to get up 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 are you are you did you did you text some folks did you did you tell them that did you tell them listen it's it's time to get up God's about to use some people Denise where we don't know their names but their purpose is about to be clear God's about to use some people even their conditions are about to transform the lives of the community you ought to bless God for a condition that God you can show up even in the middle of my condition. Listen, it, you seem like a statistic, but God's about to use your condition. I, I know it looked like you were a mess, but God's about to use you through your condition. People that have been defined and reduced to absolutely nothing. God's about to, God's about to use your condition. Listen, if you can use anybody, God, you can use me. Use my mess, God. Use my story, God. Use my struggle, God. Use my condition. Somebody shout, get up. get up. 
get up, get up, get up, get up, get up. Uh, uh, God says he needs you to know um, that there's, there's more to you than, than just your mat. Uh, there's there's more to you than than just the thing you've been laying on. It's just more more to you than that. Uh, you really you don't have to act like you got it all together. You don't have to act like you got it all figured out. Uh, some folk really have stopped reading the book simply because they didn't like the chapter. But God says, listen, I'm about to use some people in spite of everything that everybody has said. Uh, uh, I just I just need I just need to know that I can use you and uh, your your condition. Any, anybody got some situations where it's just, it's not the best condition for your life? Any, anybody dealing with some stuff right now and it's just, it's, it's not feeling good. It's not the best conditions. I, I really don't want to drive in this inclement weather. I really don't want to preach through it. I really don't want to sing through it. I really don't want to praise through it. I don't even want to give. But listen, I, I thank God for a mind and the ability that God will, will use me, even a man on a mat with a condition. Some, somebody shout, get up. So, so not only would God operate and move even through our condition, uh, but the next thing that God is able to do, uh, God's able to work even through a state of confusion. Even, even through a state of confusion, I, I didn't get a whole lot of amens there, and that's, that's cool. I, I know what you're thinking. Um, you're thinking, listen, what, what is he talking about, God? Uh, God being able to move in a state of confusion. I know you're thinking about the Corinthians text, Denise. I see it on your mind. What is what is Pastor talking about? Corinthians says that God isn't a God of of confusion. Listen, how in the world is uh, how how do we get glory out of a state of confusion? And you're absolutely right. Listen, God isn't the author of confusion, but I promise you, He will use it. Listen, he, he, he isn't the author of confusion, but listen, he'll use confusion uh, to get to get some stuff done. Here, here's here's what I mean. Here's here's what I mean. Can I can I break it down real quick? Um, listen, um, real quick. This this man, he showed up at the pool, Deacon Ford, uh, but he showed up at the pool because the pool had a system. I want I want you to stick stick with me. Um, I, I want to put this together for you. Um, he showed up every day at the pool uh, because there was a system at the pool. We we started reading in verse five, Travis. Uh, you 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 just throw your hand up when I'm going off track. All right, you you throw your hand up, T, when it's theologically incorrect. Uh, but listen, he uh, he showed up at the pool every day. Uh, and prior to us getting to verse five, verses one through four, uh, says that they would be at the pool of Bethesda and they would hang out at this pool of Bethesda. Uh, and whenever the waters would get stirred at the pool, they would carry people that were sick and couldn't get to the pool. They would carry them to the pool because whenever the waters got troubled, they believed that there was healing power in the water. So here it is now that uh, every so often the water would get a little bit troubled. Can, can I pause right here? Listen, I know you've got some troubled water. Listen, God is about to work through the troubled water in your life. I, I know it's been some stuff you've been trying to see your way through, Sean. I know it's been some situations where it seems like, listen, I, I just can't win for losing. God, God is troubling the 
the waters. Listen, God is about to troubling some stuff to set you free. God, God stirring up the water. God stir it up. God stir it up. But listen, they showed up at the pool, Deacon Ford. They, they would show up at the pool every day, and when the waters got stirred, they would carry people to the pool. But the Bible says that he wasn't quick enough. There, and apparently there wasn't anyone that loved him enough that would carry him quicker than anybody else to the pool. But he showed up every day because this pool now had a, had a system. Y'all got the system? Whenever, whenever the water was stirred, uh, you, you then could go step into the pool and, and, get, and get your healings. Uh, you, could, you could go whenever the pool uh, was, was, was stirring up and, and you could get what you needed. Here, here's where we're going with confusion. This, this brother was obviously confused. Listen, uh, God now says in verse 6, he asked the man, he says, uh, do you want to get well? That was the question. Right? Wasn't that the question that Jesus, Travis, what I say, throw your hand up when it's wrong, right? Listen, isn't that what the text said? Um, that uh, he, he, he runs into Jesus. Jesus sees this man laying at the pool, and uh, Jesus asked this man, do you want to get well? Uh, this, is, this is so important, Anthony, because uh, God is asking about his healing, uh, and the man begins to blame his healing uh, on a system, Uh, Here's where we're going with this. Jesus says, do you want to get well? The man's response to Jesus is that I don't have anyone that's able to get me in the pool. Because remember, the pool was the system. He he was relying on the system because that's that's where he thought his help was coming from. Listen, when when you're getting up from a place, it it can be a little bit confusing, right? Whenever you whenever you're rising from a place, it can be a bit confusing. Y'all y'all looking a little strange. Let me let me help you. Um, I'm one of them people, y'all, and I shouldn't do this. I probably shouldn't I shouldn't have any water or anything. Probably after a certain time of the night. Um, but I tend to just want to just get me a little sip before I go to bed. Not that kind of sip. It might be just a little bit of water, y'all. But listen, um, probably after a certain time of the night, I really probably shouldn't have any more fluids or liquids. Let me put it like that, right? Uh, and here's the reason why, because I have a tendency, Denise, in the middle of the night um, to have to go to the bathroom. Am I, am I the only one that's a little night rider? Listen, you'll get up in the middle of the night with really not much guiding you in the middle of the night, but the little, the little, the little, the nightlight, y'all know what I'm talking about? Listen, and so I'll get up sometimes, uh, most times in the middle of the night uh, when I've got to go to the bathroom, um, and I try not to wake the whole house up. So I do this thing because I've been living in this spot for a while now. I feel like I know where everything is, um, and so I'll try to feel my way in, even in the dark, on the way to the bathroom. I want I want you to get this, because nine times out of ten, I can, I can make it to the bathroom, but something happens on my way back because I've gotten up out my sleep. I, I, I've had the same bed for uh, years now, Byron, but some way, somehow, every time I will stub my toe right on the foot of the bed as if it's a brand new bed. What I realize is not that the object is new, but I'm operating in a state of confusion. Listen, I, I jumped up out the bed and tried to move around too soon. The problem with this man and the reason why this man is confused is because he's depending on a system. The pool was the system he thought was his healing, but the hit is he's worried about the system when the person standing in front of him 
is the source. I'm talking to all of the people where you've been depending on systems when the source has been right in front of you. You've been looking for wick. You've been depending on everybody to hand you one. Listen, God says, listen, they that wait upon the Lord. Where, where are the folk that God, I'm not dependent on systems. I'm, I'm not dependent on people. But God, what I'm leaning on is the source. That's why Total Press says you are the source of my strength. God, you are the strength of my life. Listen, I've been in a state of confusion, but it's time for me to get up. I, I've been looking at systems when God says, listen, I need you to see that I'm the source, the the place where you're getting up from, it can be a little bit confusing. He he clearly was a bit confused. He he went from lying down thinking that it was the system that was going to get him up. He he was lying down thinking that it was the people that were going to get him up. Jesus asked this man if you want to get healed, and the man's response is, "There's no one to put me in the pool." How how confused was he? Concerned with the system when the source was right there. God says, listen, in this season of your life, God says, don't miss what I'm doing because you're looking for systems. He says, I need you to get what I'm doing, especially when you see the source. Yeah, yeah, you, you gotta you gotta see the source, uh, not not the system, not not the systems of people, not not the opinions of people. Uh, you really don't even need the support of people. Uh, but the truth is, if if you aren't careful. Uh, leaning on systems will tend to keep you right where you are. You you can't live your life concerned with people and systems. To to hell with people. Listen, last time I checked, it was the word that said, "Listen, for for God I live. It's and for God I love, and for God I die." Listen, we with a state of confusion we're coming out of, and Father, we're moving into this place of realizing that you listen. You aren't the system, but God, you you are the source. You you are the source. Y'all just shout, "You're the." source. You're, you're the source. You're the source. You're the source. Uh, and here's the last thing, very last thing about get up. The guy says, listen, not only is your condition important, uh, and not only is God able to even use your state of confusion, uh, but the last thing that you've got to remember is that you are more than a conqueror. Uh, you've got to, you've got to, you've got to take that condition, and you've you've got to take that confusion and process just who you are. Uh, the Bible says now that the that Jesus asked this man, "Do you want to be made well?" Uh, this man then, after he realizes that it isn't the system that will heal him, but it in fact is the source, uh, something begins to happen. The Bible says that listen, once he realizes that it isn't the system, it's the source. Suddenly this man gets strength in, in his limbs. Suddenly he gets uh, some tendons that begins to form around his muscles. Suddenly there begins to be a little bit of mobility and he's suddenly able to move. Here it is, this condition that had him stuck for the past 38 years. Suddenly God was able to speak light in the middle of darkness. I just want you to know, um, you with your bad self, that you are more than a conqueror. Listen, now unto him 
him that is more than able has the ability to bring and see you through. Uh, but the hit is, though, is how God gets this done. God, God gets this done. Uh, God gets this done through confusion. God, God gets this done through through a bad condition. But but really, that's always God's perfect invitation. Isn't that how God works where he'll take the worst of a situation, a situation that looks like you may never come out, a situation that looked like it may never turn around, a situation that looked like you might never be free from, and that's what God will do. In other words, you, you got to know what time it is. You got to know when to move. I know this man had been laying for a while, but he suddenly realized that, listen, I'm more than a conqueror. Listen, when God says get up, it, it's time to get up. When God says it, it's time to move, listen, Marcus, it's time to move, uh, because understand that whenever God is moving, it always will affect his people. Whenever, whenever God is moving, it always will affect his people. Jesus tells this man to do something. He, he told him to do something. I know, I know you've been waiting on God. You've been standing there. You, you haven't done anything. But now in this season, God says, I need you to do something. I need, I need you to be willing to do something this time. I, I'm going to give you the strength for it, but I need you to be willing to rise up. I'm, I'm going to give you the fortitude to outlast it, but I need you the, the endurance to stand up. Where, where are the people that say, listen, I, I've been laid out. I've been stretched out, God. I've been a mess, but this is my season. This is my season right here. That Listen, I'm about to get up, and I'm, I'm getting up with all power. I'm, I'm getting up with all glory. I'm, I'm getting up with all strength. I, I know this thing knocked me down, but it didn't knock me out. I'm, I'm getting up. I'm getting up. I'm, I'm coming back. I'm making, I'm making a comeback. And then Jesus tells him, after Jesus heals him, he, uh, he tells him then to uh, not only get up off the mat, <laughs> but uh, Jesus then said, uh, this is what I need you to do right here, bro. Uh, I'm going to give it to you, but I need you to, um, you, you can't leave your mat right here. Um, I'm going to need you to take it with you. He, he heals him, um, and he gets what he needs. Uh, and what God asks in return from him, T, you, you ready? Come on, let's, let's go and have a little bit of church. What, what God asked for him, uh, I, I don't know how pretty he rolled it up, but uh, he said, listen, I'm a, I'm a, uh, I want you to roll your mat up. This would be one of them times where uh, I wish we had the, the wireless, the handheld. He, uh, he rose the mat up, and uh, the Bible says that uh, he got his healing on the Sabbath. He rose the mat up, and he takes the mat with him. And I, I began to think to myself, like, why in the world? That's like, you know, like maybe having, like, a broke arm, you know, and it's been in the cast for six weeks, and you finally get it out the cast. Like, why would you walk around with the cast with you? It just, it didn't, it didn't add up. But, but Jesus commands him to uh, to take this mat with him. And uh, the more we read, we discover Aunt, that uh, the reason that he was to take the mat, the, the mat was to be a symbol to the people. You got to remember for 38 years, he had been in that condition. Uh, in other words, that's a long time. People, uh, when you've been in a condition that long, sometimes people don't see you as any other way than, than how they've always have known you for 38 years. So he tells him to take the mat. The reason why he tells him to take the mat, Denise, is because people wouldn't have recognized 
recognized him without the mat. They, they wouldn't have known who he was. He, he could have been an intruder, TJ. He, he could have been an imposter. But thanks be to God that not only, God, will you raise me from my condition, God. Not only, God, will you speak truth to my confusion. But, God, you will remind me and the folk around me that, that you aren't just a God that will raise me. But, God, let this be a symbol of what you'll do. Father, if you picked me up off the mat, God, you'll pick everybody else up off the mat. I just came to tell you whatever you've been in, God says it's time to get up. It, it's time to rise from the struggle. It, it's time to rise from the pain. It, it's time to rise from the ashes. Get up, get up, get up, get up. Listen, it didn't work before, but it's going to work this time. It didn't last last time, but it's going to last this time. God says get up. Listen, where are the folk that's willing to get up? God, I'm, I'm getting up from my circumstance. I'm, I'm getting up from pettiness. God, I'm, I'm getting up from unfaithfulness. God, God, I'm getting up from not loving you. God, I'm getting up from not loving your people. God, I'm getting up from not sacrificing. God, I'm getting up for not repenting. God, I'm sorry. God, get up. God needs you to get up. Wake up, get up. God needs you to get up. Stretch out and get up. God needs you now in this season to be willing to get up. The, the very thing that you've been stretched out over, God, God says get up. The very thing that you've been stressed out over, God says, listen, you, you got to get up, but you can't stay here. You, you can't stay here, Travis. You, you can't stay here, Denise. Byron, you can't stay here. God says get up. Erica, you can't. I know, I know it's cool, but you got to get up. I know it's been all right, but you got to get up. Listen, there's more he's requiring. There, there's more he's pouring out. Listen, there, there's more he's investing. There, there's more he's doing. God says now, get, get up, get up, get up, get up. Even to the things where we've gotten comfortable, God says get up. Listen, the pity party, it's over. Get yourself up. You've been here long enough, laying here long enough. And much like this man, 38 years is a long time, right? Can you imagine how comfortable he must have gotten after 38 years to just be in that one position? That's what a condition will do. Will keep us so blinded that we think that the only thing for us to do is simply lay and look up. But the word of the Lord says when you get your focus off of systems and get it on the source, Little by little, muscles started growing in his legs and tendons started forming around the bone. Somehow the blood began to recirculate in the lower extremities of his body. And it wasn't a system that did this. God, it was the source.
you've been stressed out and you've been stretched out. But God says now is the season to, to get up. This man has stopped expecting. But then God showed up. And God said, get up. I'm going to give you this. And we threw. He didn't just heal this man, Diamond. I want you to get this. That would have been enough. That would have been enough. But after he healed him, he then instructed him to go and to take the mat with you. In other words, I'm not just about to heal you for you. But what I'm about to do, I need people to see it as well. What I'm about to do, I need folk to be able to know it was nothing but God. It wasn't the system. It wasn't the pool. But listen, it was the source. He tells them to, to take this mat. Where I was going with this is that the work really could have ended after his healing. But listen, there was still more that the man needed to do. That's why you can't stay where you are. There's still more in you to do. He, he could have healed him and left him there, but get up and go. Go, go tell somebody, listen, God's not finished with you yet. God, God's not through with you yet. God, God's not done with you yet. There's still more in you. There's still more oil. There's still more anointing. There's still more power. There's still more love. Get up. Get your future back. Get up. Get your destiny back. Get up. Get your stuff back. Get up. Get your family back. Get up. Get your mind back. Get up. Get your heart back. Get up. Get your faith back. Get up and get your power back. You can't stay where you are. God needs you to get up. God needs you to get up. So much in us. That God, we can't, we can't stay this way. Father, we thank you for your amazing ability. God, to do what we can't do. That, Father, even when we've, when we've sink so low, Father, where we've fallen so deep, that, Father, only you are the one that's able to pull us out. So, Father, we pray right now for every person, every spirit that's been living in a space of dormancy. Father, where we've gotten comfortable 
with being stretched out when, Father, you commanded us to get up. Father, we release all power upon us right now that, Father, much like you did for the man with the condition, much like you did for this man living in a state of confusion, that, Father, you'll strengthen us, Father, in the areas, God, where we need to be strengthened, the areas, God, where we've gotten so weak, we've gotten so despondent, God, we've gotten so discouraged that, Father, we've been laying down, but we've been looking up. I pray, God, that you release us now, God, from the place of laying down, Father, to getting up. That, Father, little by little, Father, you begin to, you give us strength. That little by little, God, you give us power, God. Little by little, God, you rebuild the muscle, God. You rebuild the mind. That, God, the places that we haven't fully possessed, the places that we haven't fully consumed, the places where we've been comfortable and casually hanging out, that, Father, you command our spirit today to get up. God, we declare that this week will not be a week of procrastination, but, Father, we will get up. Every task, every assignment, every, every, everything that we've set out to do, every to-do list, every chore, Father, we declare, God, a spirit of get up. That, Father, we won't talk ourselves out of it. We won't let people talk us out of it. We won't let the enemy discourage us from it. But, Father, we get up with power. We get up with belief. God, we get up with all might. That, Father, we believe that you'll do it. We believe that you're able. We believe that you'll fill us up, God. So, God, we can get up from whatever's been keeping us stuck. Father, we ask that you release your power. God, you release your provision. God, you release your protection. In Jesus' name. Father, to the only wise God that's able to keep us, able to keep us from falling, able to pick us up from the mats that we find ourselves on, that, Father, you go before us. That, God, you go beside us. That, Father, you lead, God, and direct us. Help us find our way, God, until we get up. And guess what? When we get up, you know what happens. You already know. You're looking, and it's fire everywhere. Listen, it's, you're getting up, and it's fire everywhere. Listen, that, God, you, you'll consume it if I'm willing to get up from it, that, God, you'll consume it. So, Father, we bless you and we thank you now for everything. In Jesus' name we pray. Come on, will you give God glory right now? Will you give God glory right now?